Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, I am Johnny White, really, really, and welcome to Lunch Watch. Hello, and hello, and hello, and hello. Greetings to all, and welcomings. One welcome, indeed, to uh, Lunch Watch. In case you don't know, Lunch Watch is a kind of a display-based lunch competition you send in one lunch you've had between monday and wednesday to be analyzed and reviewed by myself johnny white really really as well as the ever shadowy and absent figure of dan canetti to receive the ultimate honor of being this or that week's winning lunch next week i'll think of a better way of saying that well then hello to you all again i suppose i can't stop saying hello at the start of these things it's bordering on a compulsion but enough for saying hello, because it's time to say hello to... Lunch. And there was a decent selection this week. And a healthy selection. And I was, as ever I am, delighted to see them. A fair bit of soup floating about the entries this week. Or perhaps it is the entries that float in the soup. Cream of chicken cream of tomato cream of the endless black ocean etc etc these soups weren't entered they're just my three favorites whilst we were on the topic but before we get into the vibrant world of the three front runners i need to attend to my famous orders of business and the eagle-eared will have noticed that hank hill has been disqualified every single week so far um this week He messaged to say that he couldn't have lunch because there was someone coming around to take photographs of his house. And then he said something about finding some cans of lager in a skip. And I thought, rather than my warlike disqualifying, why not get him on the show to explain himself? And he joins us now on the phone. How are you doing, Hank? Uh, Wonderful. Great. Uh, um, So what's been happening, man? You said this week that you uh, you couldn't have lunch because you got a photographer coming in. Yeah, there was a photographer and um, he took lots of pictures of this house uh, and they look great. So, you know, I feel buoyed by that. But so what? So you didn't want to leave a, a mess? No, you, you know, the, the the crumbs of lunch need to be hidden from sight. That's true. And have you ever been have you up to much else this week? You were telling me something about what's this thing with the cans? Well... After the photographer came, I uh, walked down the road slightly and looked in this skip. I've got this newfound respect for people's skips, having used a few recently. And I just saw this plastic bag with some cans poking out. Eight cans of uh, fairly run-of-the-mill lager, but they were cold. Well, as if they'd been freshly dumped. Yeah, freshly deposited in the skip, for me, personally. Glorious day. So I went to... um, the Bowl Hills, and I sat there, and I 
started looking at these cans, admiring them, and um, somebody started playing an acoustic guitar yeah. on, a, on a small rock nearby. I couldn't sit there and drink them, but what I did find is that it was packed with scraps of poetry. What, the bag with the cans in it? <clears throat> yeah, the bag with the cans. I've, I've got one here for you. Okay, uh, cool. It says, Two pushy me's in a pod, soulmates, a good soul. We share the same brain, like-minded. <laughs> We're both bonkers. Bear's friend, Delphinium. All those are what you said about me. They mean a lot. And then he signed it with his name, and his name is Mork. Mork? Like from Mork and Mindy? I don't know. I mean, maybe it's due resurgence, and this is like a clever marketing campaign. (laughs) (laughs) The genesis of uh, the new series of Mork and Mindy is uh, leaving eight cans of lager in a skip and um, (laughs) signing it with Mork. (laughs) It doesn't write Nanu Nanu on any of them, but... Uh, That's implied. It is implied. I then when um, my friend promised me we'd go to the park and drink them, uh, but actually he just drove me out to a dark countryside lane and watched me drink them. Oh, yeah. uh, I then terrorised your lunch watch feed, asking people what they'd had to drink. Yeah, I couldn't tell if you were trying to do a sort of power grab, an aggressive takeover of lunch watch. <laughs> I just wanted people to ask me what I'd had to drink, and oh. then I could say. The new series of Mork and Mindy is starting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they weren't great, and uh, they upset my stomach a little bit. Ah, yeah, well, but, that, you know, I... this isn't drink watch. No, 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 this is nothing if not drink watch. No, if nothing if not not drink watch. It's lunch watch. Um, well, well, that's a very... So that's why you couldn't have a lunch this week? No, I couldn't. It's good to get a bit of clarity um, on these things. Um, well listen it's been good to talk to you maybe um uh yeah let's well let's catch up next week okay that sounds good all right well you have a nice week remember to have lunch today yeah it's just uh beets in the microwave actually oh nice all right well you better get to it all right man well look good to talk to you and we'll talk to you next week all right great bye bye so there you have it and now let's have the three front runners Firstly, Joe. His entry, a bloomer from the nearby Blackbird Bakery, dissected into two slices, mayo both sides, cracked black pepper and a tiny sprinkle of mould and sea salt. The lettuce is a week out of date, but we don't care, we're rocking and rolling. Inner leaves are salvaged, wafer-thin ham resurrected and given meaning homemade hot sauce to finish and the drink Fanta Zero I like this one homemade hot sauce feels to me a bit like those Sonos setups that people use to listen to music on in their homes in that at one time or another I had never heard of such a thing then I blink a couple of times and the next thing I know they're everywhere and apparently have been for years I like mould and sea salt too I mean, who amongst us doesn't? Secondly, we had Morwenna. Her entry just had some injera and lentils and cabbage and green beans and carrots, confirming that the drink had been Coca-Cola. I can imagine feeling absolutely on top of the world after getting through with this for lunch, and full of energy and vitality and boundless hope for the future. So yeah, 
grandiose stuff from Moena. And lastly, we had Matt. His entry, half a kind of plowman's cheese sandwich and some homemade carrot and coriander soup, PW, which is lunch watch slang for presumed water. You can write this if you didn't remember what you had to drink or if you didn't have one. It's more of an acurim. Acurim? Acronym. That's the word. It's... Mm. <laughs> It's more of an acronym than slang to be painfully accurate. Acronym. I'll remember that word next time. For next time I record this segment of the podcast for this podcast this week. Which I'll do in the future, I'm sure. This was a good one. As I said to Matt on Twitter, so apologies for repeating myself. Where there are carrots, let there be coriander. Words to live by, indeed. Also, I like cheese sandwiches. And that's my hot take for the afternoon, now back to bed for a thousand years. And that was the three front runners. And as we mull over the three front runners, uh, I'd just like to play the little heads or tails game. Here we, here we are once again, joined on the phone by Zoe to perform the... Ooh, coin Quintos. <laughs> um, hi, Zoe. Hello. Oh, can what, you hear that? Why, what? Can you not hear that? No, what is it? five men going around being like fuck you know I'm parked up the other fucking end I thought you'd be able to hear it just, uh, just ignore them they're more scared of you than you are of them everybody is do you have a um, you're in a car park uh, I'm at the well yeah sort of in a car park at the bottom of the fire escape uh, do you have a coin to hand I do not not many people will know this but every single coin toss so far has been a tails because the one that was heads was one that was recorded before do you remember that was like, that we re- put, reused one sorry about that from before, so every single one in the current mm. run has actually been tales. We've had tales now. I don't know how many episodes have been, but like five times in a row. Yeah. So, um, so let's see if we can make it a clean sweep, as they say, or the full compliment, okay. as they sometimes also say. I'm gonna will it to be heads now, just out of spite, just you know. <laughs> okay, just out of dangerous curiosity, just out of uh, pure maliciousness. Okay. Well, here we go. So, are you ready? Ready? And and everyone at home. Please affix in your mind for what you should want this to stand for, what you want it to mean, or what you want, how you want this to help you. In do you want to know what it is? I uh, have you flipped it already? No, what? I mean what coin it is. Oh yes, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Want know what coin it is? Yeah. <laughs> um, it is a two P. Two P, the workhorse, the warhorse okay. uh, <laughs> of the coins. Okay, ready. So here we go. So ready with the flip, and here goes Zoe. Yeah. What is it? You're actually not going to believe this. It is a head. Oh, no. Uh, I'm going to take a... I flipped on my leg. I'm going to take a picture to oh. prove that it is a head. But, yeah, the power of my mind is uh, the staggering. Staggering, <laughs> pa- staggering power of the mind has uh-huh. thwarted a run of tales, which has failed. So I hope you, you listening out there had a good time with the coins and... <laughs> <laughs> I said that so weirdly. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I hope you out there had a good time with the coins. <laughs> thank you very much, Zoe, for flipping a coin. Thank you. And thank for you. For letting everyone. me flip a coin. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Hopefully, we, we can come to that arrangement again next week. <laughs> um, see you next week. See you next week. All right. Thanks, everyone, for taking part. And goodbye, Zoe, and goodbye. Bye. Bye. And so the final judgment edges ever closer. So close, in fact, 
that it is imminent. <laughs> that it, it is imminent. 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 I don't know what's going on with me today. Anyway, the point is, the f yeah, you know, so close in fact that it is imminent. 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 Jeepers, that looks like a word I can say as well. Imminent. Imminent. I've never known that I couldn't say that word before. Imminent. <laughs> anyway, you get what I mean. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's closed, basically. And so, <laughs> and so I will do the old recap of the three front runners, which I do for your benefit, and I hope you really appreciate. So, who shall win? Shall it be Joe with his ham sandwich and Fanta Zero? Shall it be Moena? with her injera and carrots and lentils and coca-cola. Or perhaps it can be Matt, with his plowman's sandwich, carrot soup and water. And it is my only remaining pleasure in life to reveal to you that this week the winner is... Joe! Congratulations to Joe, you are this week's winner. Thank you, thank you, this is a, a deep honour. A deep and dubious honour. Um, yeah. And so what was it? What did you have? It was a ham sandwich, I believe. It was a ham sandwich. Um, and it was it was this lovely kind of sweet crusted bloomer bread. Nice. Sweet, like a, not like a sort of pudding, but just sweet. This Blackbird Bakery, which is, I think, now a chain. They, you know, usually when you go into like a, a posh bakery, you're getting a sourdough because it's like, I can't be asked to make that myself. But this time... We got a, a, a just like a normal bloomer in the in the shape of something that you'd get at Sainsbury's, and it was just very good. Nice, nice sweet crust, um, and then the the ham was wafer thin ham, which I like um, actually better than your uh, kind of posher ham. Fashionable you only get kind thick of four, ham. Yeah, but you only get like four slices of that. In the wafer, it, it comes in a box, um, a sort of little ham coffin, and then you get you get about six hundred slices. <laughs> Of wafer thin ham, which you then pack into the sandwich, so you get like a like a sort of. Inch. Do you lay them? Do you lay them piece on piece in quite an orderly fashion, or do you just well, shove you them in? You can't quite lay them piece by piece because they are, as I say, sort of tightly packed in. Yeah, see. So you have to kind of grab whole chunks of, <laughs> of them out. You know, this uh, they're, they're almost arranged in like a Vianetta kind of um, concertina shape. Oh, nice! Oh, yes, I know what you mean. So you know, you're doing the the bread, and you've got the mayonnaise. Ah, uh, yes. What well, do, do you use? Um, any fancy mayonnaises, or is it just <clears throat> no, the usual up Hellman's, straight my up Hellman's? Not straight that Hellman's, you know that yeah. it's not that Hellman's that's called like seriously good. You ever had that? What like a better? Hel do you know what? It wasn't, but I have had that in the posh glass jar, which is shaped like a Stella Artois chalice. Ah, yes. It's like kind of um, like an oblate spheroid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really uh, round at the, at the middle. A bit like me. <laughs> <laughs> and then what did you have? Uh, so you had a bit of lettuce? Yeah, so the lettuce was, was really, you know, on its last legs. But, you you know, I peeled away the outer layers and got to the, to the, to the lettucey middle. Got a few kind of small leaves. That goes on top of the mayonnaise. Goes without saying. Um, yeah, I put a bit. I like to put a bit of salt and pepper on um, on uh, on on my bread. This is what especially because, caught my eye. Yeah. I like a well seasoned sandwich. Exactly, and I because I, I uh, you know I watch a lot of um, <clears throat> cooking videos on YouTube, and and a lot of these chef types say that you've got to season everything, and I don't see why that should stop with a sam you know a sandwich. Why shouldn't I put a little bit of salt well, on my sandwich? Exactly. I think if it's, it's going to enhance everything else, you know, like yeah. a meat. Or a stew, yeah, then so, I don't see why I shouldn't, 
you know, pop a bit on the old bread. Yeah, no, I think that's very wise. <laughs> um, have you had, well, it's a bit early for lunch today, but have you got any plans for your lunch today? Well, yeah, because I got a sort of very drunken curry last night. Oh, and nice. I've got some left leftover uh, pilau rice and chana masala, which is Ooh. a pea curry. Um, that's going to be eaten almost, well, basically as soon as I hang up. <laughs> Did you get a lamb dansak? No, I didn't. Um, I Well, I think you should have done. And are there any lunches you'd like to see win in the future? Oh, what would I like to see? See, I think the, you know, the sandwiches is really, I think when people go too far, I think that's, it's like, you know, you know, anyone who wants to be the president shouldn't be allowed to be the president situation. Anyone who wants to win a lunch watch with their ostentatious lunches shouldn't be allowed to win. They yeah, should yeah. be um, maybe executed. <laughs> yeah, I like, I like someone making like a really good sandwich, maybe with some homemade bread that they've just sort of, um, sort of got. Maybe like a, like, a, like a homemade soup with a bit of homemade bread. That'd be nice. But, but, not, but, but rustico, not like, um, you know, going too far and putting sort of, you know, uh, truffle oil on it yeah. or something outrageous <laughs> like that. You know what I mean? Um, all right. Well, thank you very much for being this week's winner. We hope you'll enter again next week and continue to get. No, it, it's an honour. Uh, nice. Thank you. Well, uh, well um, yeah, we'll have a very nice rest of the day and rest of the week and we'll see you next time. I'll try. I'll try. All my right. <laughs> all right. Bye bye. Goodbye. And that was Joe a.k.a. King Joseph the 40,000th. And if you'd like to follow in his footsteps, you can, because I can now declare Lunchwatch officially open again. If you're listening to this between Monday or Wednesday, you can enter your lunches on Twitter at Lunchwatch or via email at lunchwatch at hattrickwith2ts.com or on Facebook, but as ever, you can work that one out for yourself. Hey, guys. <laughs> Autumn has arrived, the eagle-eyed will have spotted this. And so it comes time to make our autumn wishes. And I've made mine. My autumn wish is this. There's a bit in Jurassic World where the Indominus Rex appears from behind some trees and seemingly out of nowhere, and one of the army men shouts, It can camouflage! before being brutally murdered. Stamped on, actually. Now, there's no way that this can have been in the original script. It can camouflage right before someone dies. You would never write that in your original script, would you? I mean, as if it's Rosebud or something. Sometimes I feel weighed down imagining the torturous conversations about getting that line in there. That one of the executives would repeat over and over again that they needed to make it clear what was happening because... The franchise lives and dies on its relationship with some semblance of provable science. That they would say the phrase about provable science all the time, even somehow at one point using it as an argument to force the re-edit of a scene so that an automatic gate closes quicker. And one particular screenwriter would be dead against the line, because it's a very stupid line, it can camouflage. But the executive would argue with the screenwriter say that they couldn't have the audience thinking that the dinosaurs had magical powers because then it throws all their parameters off. The executive would chug from an enormous bottle of water and say that the viewer needed to understand that the Indominus Rex wasn't just appearing from nowhere like a ghost but that it could camouflage like, for example, an octopus. My wish, then, is that the screenwriter would have something of a brainwave one evening and the next day 
would bring in a copy of The Magic of Reality by the occult science writer Richard Dawkins, thinking that this might change or even potentially destroy the executive's mind. And they would have this book in, for example, a Jansport backpack, or Jamsport, if that's how you say it. And they would be in the lift at MGM or Warner Brothers, or wherever it was. And they'd know deep down that it wouldn't work, because why would it? But it not working would be for the future, and this is the present. And we do live in the present, correct? And for that moment, they'd have no fear. And they'd think, this is going to work. This is really going to work this time. That's my autumn wish. Until next time, everyone, I remain ever your friend, Jonathan. Lunch Watch was written and performed by Johnny White, Really Really, with original music by Johnny White, Really Really. The coin flip was performed by Zoe Waterman. The producer was Benjamin Sutton, and it is a hat-trick production. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.